0: Cuddling up with Upper Cumberland coaches and players.
1: The Cookville Cavaliers earn win number one for new coach Taylor Hannigan. The DeKalb County Tigers and White County Warriors win in last-second fashion, while the York Institute Dragons cruise past Jackson County.
0: From UCSportsNation.com, this is is the high school playbook the upper cumberland place to talk prep sports built by mountain barn builders quality products a high level of workmanship mountain barn builders storage buildings animal shelters gazebos visit highway 127 between jamestown and clark range
1: school football season are in the books good morning from chick-fil-a on interstate drive in cookville Tom Duggan for the high school playbook. Some thrilling finishes last night. A lot to talk about on this Saturday morning. The Cookville Cavaliers get their very first win under new head coach Taylor Hennigan. They get it done against Livingston Academy last night, 27-7. to Mace Thompson, 11 of 19, 208 yards and a touchdown for the Cavaliers. We'll talk to Coach Hennigan coming up here in just a few moments. The DeKalb County Tigers, for the second week in a row, get a thrilling win in the closing seconds. A 31-yard field goal by Juan Ortega as time expired. Coach Steve Trapp's Tigers 17, Smith County 14. We'll talk to Coach Trapp by telephone later in the program. Heartbreaker for Warren County, but jubilance for White County. The White County Warriors get a two-point conversion with 26 and a half seconds remaining in the football game To edge Warren County, 22-21. Malachi Dowell, 253 yards, three touchdowns in the game. York Institute welcomes back Coach Derwin Wright with his first victory and his uh, return to the sidelines for the Dragons, 35-2 over Jackson County. Last night, Miles Lefew had 10 carries, 102 yards, a couple of touchdowns, two touchdowns rushing for Lefew in that game as well. Stone Memorial, 2-0 on the season. As they beat Eastridge 35-6, we'll talk to Coach Derek Samber. Coming up later in the program, we'll also have York coach Derwin Wright joining us here at Chick-fil-A, along with members of the York Institute football team. Monterey 30, Cumberland County nothing. Mason Bowman gets a buck 56 on the ground and a touchdown. Upperman shellacks Trousdale County 49-8 the final score. The Upperman defense allows only 77 yards, both Terrence Dedman and Jackson Rollins go over 100 yards in the victory for Upperman, who is now 2-0 and on the season. Right now, though, let's turn our thoughts back to the Cookville Cavaliers. 27-7 victors last night over the Livingston Academy Wildcats. Head Coach Taylor Hannigan joining us this morning on the High School Playbook. Coach, thank you for being here today. And, uh, well, how does it feel to get that first victory under your belt?
2: Yeah, it feels good. Um, very proud and, and happy for our players, for our seniors, for our community. Um, kind of get that first one out of the way and move on.
1: End of the game last night, you kind of get off to, I guess, a little bit of a slow start. Some missed opportunities there in that first half. It's 7-7 there for a while. What was it about early in the performance? Maybe your team struggled just a little bit.
2: Yeah, honestly... Uh... You know, especially offensively, I thought the first two games we we really started well um, from the standpoint of converting on some some long yardage second down conversions or mm-hmm. third down conversions, um, but just didn't convert the big play opportunities. I thought both games um, to start the year we had some opportunities for for some explosive plays um, and just didn't convert those. So that was kind of the message um, at halftime. You know, both games of just. You know, continue to do the simple things, and we just got to catch some passes and and convert on some big play opportunities.
1: Coach, let me ask you about philosophy because obviously, when a new coach comes in, you're going to change some things up and all that. Has the team really rallied around and grasped the kind of philosophy that you're bringing in?
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, Especially from a cultural standpoint, um, kind of a team building standpoint. They've been uh, very receptive and and responsive to, to those things. Obviously, um, you know, the scheme and the X's and O's, there's still some, some minor detail things that are kind of week-to-week adjustments. Um, but certainly, you know, the, the buy-in, you know, that you would say from, from our guys has been really good.
1: Second half of the game, you mentioned you adjusted some things in the locker room at the half. What were some of those conversations to kind of get things turned around?
2: Yeah, I think defensively, um, more just assignment, alignment, assignment, football. Um, you know, I thought we ran to the ball really, really well. Um, and we flew around and, and we started to kind of get more momentum defensively in the second half. I think, again, the message was just the plays are there, the opportunities are there. we got to make sure that we finish plays when we get an opportunity to to finish some plays, and I thought we did a much better job of that in the second half.
1: Great 9 for quarterback Mace Thompson, 11 of 19, 208 yards and a touchdown. Talk about Mace's performance in the game last night.
2: Yeah, a big improvement, in my opinion, from week one to week two for him. Um, You know, a senior, a guy that seems like he's played a lot but really hasn't started a lot of football, had an injury last year. So um, really proud of of his progress and just the the way he played. I thought, you know, the first game it was – more a little bit on him, missing some open receivers. And last night we just didn't catch some some open um, some open passes that I thought he was on the money all night and just proud of his leadership and the way he handled the game.
1: Cookville head football coach Taylor Hennigan joining us at Chick-fil-A this morning on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Going back to that change of philosophy and change of scheme when it pertains to your quarterback, and I know Mace missed quite a bit of time last year, but how big of an adjustment has that been for him mentally and physically both
2: well physically it was um kind of twofold obviously there's the the scheme adjustment which there are some things that we we carried over that that aren't too dissimilar from what they did last year um but obviously then just the rehab standpoint when i met him in january when i got here um he was working hard but but kind of isolated and rehabbing his acl um injury and that's a long, lonely road, you know, and so he, he kind of did that on his own, on the side, you know, with with the help of uh, the training staff, um, but also put in the work with the team and with our coaches to um, get up to speed. So he's I mean, he's very smart. He's very mature. Um, I knew he wouldn't have trouble, you know, commanding our offense, but um, it does just take reps and then getting back in the flow of full contact football when you're coming back from an injury like that. Um, I thought last night he looked really, really comfortable and confident.
1: Coach, coaches, teams, everybody gets excited when there's a big defensive play, and you had one last night. Mason Taylor goes 41 yards on an interception, return for a touchdown. What happened on that play?
2: Yeah, uh, he's been a really good player. He's very uh, very physical, um, will come downhill and hit you, but just a good athlete, obviously, read the play. Um, I, I really thought our defense – did a good job in the second half of just taking advantage of some throws we thought if we got pressure on the quarterback that he could um you know throw the ball up and and i think four interceptions is tied or maybe second uh, all time for a single season game so really proud of our defense for creating takeaways that's something we talked about all week that we needed to do um, and we were able to capitalize on a few
1: Coach Hannigan, I know it's a small sample size. We're talking about just two games so far, but things that you see that you're really liking about this team and things you still have some concerns about right now.
2: Uh, the, the positivity, um, you know, the attitude, the effort is really, really good. We don't have an effort issue. Um, the things that we've got to clean up are just the things that every coach probably talks about, mm-hmm. the alignment, you know, being in the right spot. I, I think defensively, um, you know, we didn't contain the quarterback – the way we should, right. um, the way we're going to have to going forward for sure. So, um, there are things like that that we need to clean up. Um, you know, simply uh, catching the ball. Uh, we dropped a couple <laughs> of explosive passes last night, so uh, it's more stuff that. But but the effort, um, our just the positivity from our coaches, from our from our leadership, guys learning how to be leaders. Um, that those are the things that stand out. You know, for me.
1: Going into Region 3-6A play this upcoming week, a very tough region. It's a lot of Wilson County teams and Cookville pretty much, and you draw possibly the big dog, the favorite in the region with Lebanon coming up. Coach, how much has these two games been able to prepare you for what you're going to see in region play?
2: Yeah, two different games um, for us as far as just personnel and then obviously scheme from what we've seen. And and, and Lebanon will be a little bit different um, as well. They're certainly the favorite in our region and and for good reason. Um, Not just because of what they did last year, but just because of the personnel they have coming back. Mm -hmm. Um, They've got some guys that are capable of breaking it um, in the open field Uh, and you know they've kind of earned that that title so far um, over the last couple of years of um, you know kind of being the the reigning champs so it's going to be a big test this game typically even from back when I played here this game seemed to always be close regardless of record or whatever so um, I'm looking forward to how we can improve uh, and and hopefully um, get in a competitive game and see what happens late.
1: The emphasis going into region games from a coaching staff perspective—do you put more emphasis on these games when you're working through practice leading up to one of those games?
2: Uh, I, hopefully, the preparation is kind of the same, you know, week by week. But obviously, being in a, a region game, being against uh, the team that won our region on the road, kind of to open region play, uh, there'll probably be a little more, you know, mm-hmm. emphasis on on that. Um, it's a new opportunity to. Um, you know, build our case to make the playoffs a challenge for the region, which is ultimately what we want to do. Um, and it is the most important part of our schedule is the region game. So uh, yeah, I think it'll be a, a, a big week for us but at the same time, week by week we try to approach it the same way. Coach
1: Taylor Hennigan, congratulations. Big win last night, 27-7. Cookville wins it over Livingston Academy. Win number one in the high school coaching career of Taylor Hennigan. Coach, best of luck to you moving forward in
2: region play. Thank you very much for having me.
1: Coach Taylor hannigan has been our guest on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. we we'll are talking some DeKalb County high school football with Coach Steve Trapp when we come back to the program from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville.
0: The Mountain Barn Builders high school playbook continues. Meet the athletes in your backyard. UCSportsNation.com.
1: The DeKalb County Tigers made the trip over to Carthage on Friday night to take on longtime border rival Smith County. With four seconds to go in the game, Coach Steve Trapp sends out Juan Ortega who boots home a 31-yard field goal as time expired. DeKalb County moves to 2-0 on the season, 17-14 win over Smith County. Coach Trapp joins us by telephone on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders coach. Got you called to send the kicker out there in those closing seconds. How confident were you that Ortega would make that kick?
3: Well, I mean, when they went for it on the you know, fourth and short right there on their own end of the field and you know, our defense come up huge, I mean, and uh, got to stop. And uh, I just knew that was kind of the situation that was going to play out. I mean, there were no big plays in the game all night long. Both defenses kind of kept those in check. We had a couple and they all got called back on penalties, but – uh, I just knew that we was going to have to execute. You know, we needed to pick up a couple first downs, and uh, you know, we had all three timeouts that helped. That really allowed us to get. You know, one. You know, we drew up a kind of play there on one of those timeouts that allowed us to get down there, and they you know, just told the guys, "said Hey, just you know, keep getting yards, keep getting yards. We're going to use this last timeout, and uh, Juan's going to kick a field goal to win it." And uh, you know, kudos to them. That's the way it played out.
1: When speaking of Juan coach, what about what his what is his range in terms of field goal? Where are you comfortable putting him out there from?
3: Uh 40. Uh, I mean, you know, he's and then here's the thing, you know, he's a freshman, a uh, great athlete, you know, he's a, he's a good safety, he's a good running back. He actually broke his hand in the Gornzel scrimmage. So, uh, you know, he's been under doctor's orders to where he can't do anything but kick. Uh, But this goes way back to June. Uh, I mean, last night after the game, you know, I told these guys, I said, you know, y'all need to realize something. I said, Juan almost beat me to the field house every morning in June, and that's hard to do. Uh, You know, so I'd get there at daylight, whatever it may be, and then he's there 30 minutes later, and all he was doing was kicking and kicking and kicking. And, uh, you know, since his hand's been broke, you know, he he can't do nothing in practice. So all he's been doing is kicking. But, uh, you know, so he's put in the work. And, uh, you know, we talk to him all the time about, you know, do you deserve the opportunity to win? And uh, that young man surely did. You know, his number was called in a very critical moment. You know, freshman, never been in that situation before. And, uh, you know, him and his teammates just come through.
1: Young man with a bright future, for sure, for the DeKalb County Tigers. Coach, going into that matchup, after seeing Smith County last week, one thing that really stands out is their size, and it, it was really an advantage for them over Gordonsville. I had a feeling that DeKalb County size would match up pretty well with Smith County. Was it pretty physical in that respect?
3: It was a battle. I mean, we knew that going in, you know, and that's that's all every interview I've done this week was, well, they're big, they're big, and I'm like, they are, and, and they're a good football team and a good defensive football team. I knew points were going to be at a premium, and, you know, then I mean, our defense has been doing a good job all the way back to the spring, so I was confident in what Coach Shaw was gonna have that unit to do and you know, but I was like, you know, we've got some size too. I mean I got two tackles at six five, six six, everybody's two seventy or better except for my center, and he's two fifty, but he may be the meanest one I've got, so uh those guys knew you know, and uh what kind of game it was gonna be, what type of game it was gonna to have to be. Uh, you know, and it turned into that and you know, fortunately we had the ball last
1: cap county coach steve trapp joining us on the high school playbook presented by mountain barn builders coach colby Barnes with a couple of touchdowns last night one rushing one receiving talk about his game what have you seen in terms of his development overall going back to his freshman year he's always had some talent i know he's dealt with some issues in terms of injuries and things but how has he come along over the course of his high school career
3: well kobe's just a calm guy i mean like I said he's never going to get too high he's never going to get too low sometimes that kind of drives me crazy but that's who he is and you know in uh, in a lot of situations that's a good thing you know especially last night you need guys that uh you know has the experience that he had you know he's a team captain and you know when it's crunch time down there and you know we talked to him also you know it's like hey it's it, it, this is going to be a grind but you know we, we've got to put it in your belly and uh you know last week he averaged over five yards of carry i've not done all the stats yet he had a couple good runs uh they got him some yards but he's right there at four or five yards of carry every time and uh you know right there before the kickoff he had a couple runs that gave us some extra yards bria's had a big run that got us down inside there so uh but you know catching the football out of the backfield has been very beneficial you know so all these seven on sevens we go to or you know we're making him run a route every single play and then uh you know, had a receiving touchdown last year to or last week, uh, you know, to get us in the position to get a two-point conversion, and then you know this week, uh, same deal. You know, he catches to that touchdown pass to tie it up, and then you know, defense does their job, and then special team finishes it.
1: Two zero. The DeKalb County Tigers getting set for Macon County and Region play. Coach, and you get back-to-back clutch victories. Warren County last week on the two-point conversion, the game-winning field goal this week. What does that say about? the character of this team overall to be able to go out and win two games back-to-back to to open the season in such clutch situations
3: well I mean we noticed it back in the spring you know we only had 21 guys in helmets for spring and uh you know so our practices were were not very physical just because of the lack of numbers and you know just kind of running through everything but you know we did have a spring scrimmage and I just told them I said guys I just you know, I need to know what y'all are holding, you know, so, you because know, practices really haven't been what we needed them to be, but, you know, we screamed at Sheba in the spring, but those guys just flipped the switch and, you know, played like we wanted them to play and needed them to play, and they've kept doing that ever since then. And, uh, you know, it's like we told them last night, and he said, y- you know, y'all proving you'll fight, you know, no matter what uh, the circumstances they are, which, you know, you've known me for a long time. That's kind of been our mentality. It's always about the next play, good or bad. It's about the next play and just make sure that you're focused in and, and giving your best now we didn't do everything perfect last night like i said we had two touchdowns called back and uh you know had some bad snaps and uh penalties It was like three times we had a bad snap and a penalty in a row on three different drives that really took us out of uh any chance of moving the ball but you know they didn't get down you know even though i was barking at them probably you know a little bit too much in some of those situations that's why my voice sounds like it does but (laughs) Uh, They continue to play, and they understand that we're all out there trying to accomplish the same thing.
1: The DeKalb County Tigers, a big win over Smith County, 17-14 on Friday night. Coach Steve Trapp joining us this morning on the High School Playbook. Coach, congratulations on the win. Good luck Thursday night against Macon County.
3: I appreciate it, Tom. Thank you.
1: Speaking of exciting finishes, there was one over in Sparta last night. The White County Warriors score on a two-point conversion with 26.5 seconds remaining. White County edges Warren County 22-21. to 21. White County head coach Mark Frazier joins the high school playbook. Coach, how exhilarating of a finish was that for your team Friday night?
4: Well, it was fun. We had a, had a really big crowd. Warren County brought a lot of folks as well. So it was a really good high school atmosphere. That's kind of, you know, why you play the game. And then people talk about Friday night lights. That was the truth. Um True atmosphere for that kind of, uh, of show, so I was I was excited that we got the win, and, and you know that last play was exciting for the crowd, and for us as well. So it was important for us to get that win. So it, it was it was a it was a nice finish. I'll put it that way. <laughs> it's always called the hero or goat
1: call when you decide to go for two in an instance like that. What was it in your gut that made you decide to go for two there?
4: Well, I mean, it'd been a tough game, you know back and forth a lot of the kids retired on both sides uh we just felt like we had the momentum we had you know had a good long drive to play uh the series before and had a fumble end it. then we came right back and and uh we just felt like we had them on their heels a little bit i'm i'm sure that you know like you said if it hadn't got in we'd be having a different conversation today so but it was a, a good last play and trip did a good job offensive line did a good job getting them in okay did a good job of faking it right there we used him as a decoy there and, and, and trip walked in the end zone so it was, it was a good play by the boys at the end
1: what do you feel like that says about the poise of your team because that's a high pressure situation and you've really got to go out and execute a play like that how do you look at the poise of this team
4: well it's kind of been a running joke mike sloan and curtis betty my office coordinator assistant head coach there we've Talked about how terrible we've been at two-point conversions. We keep going, we've not gotten one. I've been here, this is my fourth year. I keep going, we've never, we've never make a two-point conversion. Wow. And so it was kind of funny in the huddle, as, as serious it was. I said, well, you know, everybody's due at some point. So th- they had worked on it a lot. Uh, and, you know, we've, we've been a point of emphasis in camp and going into the season. So they practiced it several times, and the boys did a very good job executing that. So um, got a lot of gamers on that team. Trips a gamer, you know, some guys up front wanted to go for it. We're excited. We were going for two. And, and so it was, it was nice to see him be successful.
1: Coach, I want to talk about those guys up front for a minute because the offensive line a lot of times doesn't get enough credit. And when you got a back like Malachi Dowell that puts up the type of yardage he does, Tripp is having a good year quarterback. What about your offensive line? What makes that unit special?
4: Well, it's been a really – unique bunch we lost four starters from last year's you know everybody's you know we've talked about that a lot uh so we got four new guys in there and uh started out the season had a couple scrimmages where we took it on the chin and just didn't play very well you can get right down to it and then slowly you know we, we've got a little better each week and and um i thought opening week we got a lot better we we still were missing a few assignments and then you know, last night we we improved. So it's one of those things. If they continue to get better and get better by the end of the season, we think we can have a really good unit up there. And so, they 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 do a do a good job. And they don't get a, enough credit. Um, I think Malachi would be the first one to say that without those guys, he he wouldn't be putting up the numbers that he does. So uh, you know, it's exciting to see him grow and get better each week.
1: White County head football coach Mark Frazier, our guest this morning on the High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, when you look at Malachi Dowell, it's almost video game-like numbers that this young man is putting up. He had a fantastic season last year. Has he had a bit of chip on his shoulder, so to speak, coming into this season?
4: Well, it's you know, people ask me about Malachi all the time and what do you expect and what's he going to do. And I keep telling them, you know, this is what he does every time he plays. I, I don't expect anything. I'd be shocked if he doesn't do these kind of numbers and you know do the kind of things he does on the field a lot of times people miss you know he he recovered he caused and recovered a fumble in the uh, second series of the game last night down inside their territory so he doesn't just run the ball he does a lot of things that maybe don't show up in the um, you know in the spreadsheet at the end of the game so but when he runs you know as a defensive guy I I tell everybody I, I have a hard time You know, I need to be looking at my iPad and talking with my defensive guys. But it's hard not to look out there and watch him go. It's fun to watch him play. Like I said just a minute ago, you know, I'm shocked when he doesn't do special things because that's what he's done since I've watched him since he's been, you know, seven years old. So it's just another chapter last night in in the storybooks. all I can tell you.
1: Coach Frazier, you're getting set for the gauntlet of region games, and my goodness, you're in such a tough region there in five five A. You start out at station camp; there two and zero on the season. How do you feel like this White County team is going to compete against region region opposition this season?
4: Well, we got to get better. Um, I mean, it's fun, you know. We we we've done fairly well the last few years locally, and, and that, that's good. But we've got to get better. We had penalties last night. Um, turnovers last night and uh, we just we can't have that against teams that we're going to be playing um there'll be division one athletes on every team we play from here on out um and multiple division one athletes um so when we go go that route we've got to get clean things up but if we but if we do that we've got a chance so uh, and that's that'll be the emphasis
1: Coach, you got some great talent on your team, Uh, a fantastic win over Warren County, a Class 6A squad last night, 22-21. to Congratulations on that victory, and uh, good luck moving forward as region play opens
4: up this week. We appreciate it, buddy. Thank you.
1: York Institute Coach Duran Wright and members of the York Institute Dragons join us live at Chick-fil-A from Interstate Drive in Cookville when we come back to the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders
0: buffaloes and blue devils and bulldogs we've got your team covered the high school playbook built by mountain barn builders
1: the york institute dragons get a big victory last night of jackson county 35 to 2 the final score As they welcome Coach Derwin Wright back to the sidelines with his first victory. Back on the sidelines at York, Coach Wright joins us here on the high school playbook at Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookeville. Coach, welcome back first to the sidelines. And uh, how much have you missed it since uh, being gone from a few years back?
2: Well, I
5: appreciate you welcoming me back. Uh, I I just, you know, I love football and uh, got in administration for a while and this, you know, was 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 constantly always pulled football but uh you know it just worked out that that i got a chance to get back back over the over with the dragons and i'm glad to be back
1: what were the differences the biggest differences in last week's game and last night's game
5: well we you know the first game we had five turnovers you're not gonna you're not gonna beat anybody but yourself with five turnovers and that's what we did so uh big thing last night we took care of the football we executed a lot better you know uh yeah i always say that the biggest improvement most teams make is between game one and game two and that's and that's what we did we just made way too many mental mistakes blocking mistakes and uh came back in on monday and simplified and tuesday we we really uh, to me i felt like we won the game on tuesday had one of our best practices of the year and uh you know i said guys we're going to establish we've got to establish something and uh so my this offense is is it's I've always run some type version of the wing T, but this shotgun wing T, and what we're doing out of it's different different for me too, and 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 I and I had to get better, you know, with it. Mm. Coach, what are some
1: things about this team that stand out, whether it be character or or something like that?
5: Well, you know, I I think we've got quite a bit of athletic athleticism. Uh, I, I feel like they're a little behind in the weight weight program from where they should have been, but. Uh, I really, I really like the athleticism. Uh, I think we've got, you know, a solid offensive line and defensive line. Uh, got a little bit of depth, but we, we, are some of our depth. A lot, a lot of freshmen and sophomores are going to play this year. So, uh, you know, that's that's a big thing. Uh, you know, we we're set, We only have seven seniors, but uh, those seven seniors are doing a great job for us you got a couple
1: of guys here we're going to talk to in just a moment. Miles Lef, you your quarterback, who had a great night last night. Uh, Ten carries, 102 yards, two touchdowns, two of six passing, 90 yards, a couple of scores. Caden Stover's also with us. Nine carries, 95 yards, and a touchdown. What about these guys' performances last night?
5: Oh, they had a great – it is a great performance. Miles had a, had a good night. Caden had a great night. Uh, he had another 86-yarder that was called back on a hold penalty. Uh, you know, he had a big night for us, uh, and uh, – Caden also kicks off and punts for us and does a great job and kicks PAT and extra points. So, you know, he's a, he's a valuable player to us. And But, uh, you know, I just asked Miles, we'd sit down a little bit before the game and talked about what, you know, we felt good about. And, uh, you know, he did a good job at quarterback leading the team last night.
1: Let's get Caden up to the microphone first. Senior on the York Institute team, how much does it hurt having an 86-yard touchdown call back? Oh
6: man, it feels terrible. I got down there and I was winded, and I was like, "Dang, <laughs> I gotta gotta go all the way back up." So,
1: are you more winded after they call an 86-yard touchdown back than maybe if you'd actually scored yeah, and it counted?
6: Hundred <laughs> percent.
1: What's it been like for you this season having Coach Wright to come back to the team? What's been some of the biggest differences you've seen?
6: Oh, it's been great. Just uh, the team. Getting behind him as a coach, it just—it just, we feel a whole lot united, more united than we did uh, past few years. What do you feel like the overall strength of this team is? Uh, I think our strength is going to be uh, in our speed, in our—I uh, think our uh, unity as a team is very strong. We're behind each other and we're work together really good.
1: Caden, as a senior on this York Institute team, you're looked up to as a leader. How do you embrace that role?
6: Uh, uh I just. Uh, you know, work hard and uh, try to uh, lead through uh, my actions, not my words.
1: I was going to ask you that. Do you consider yourself more of a lead by example sort of player? Mm,
6: yeah, yeah, yes, sir.
1: Do you ever find yourself though needing to get into the face maybe of a younger player to hey, you know, yeah. uh, motivate them yeah, somewhat? Yeah. How difficult is
6: that for you? Uh, I don't like kind of chewing people out, so I <laughs> try to be nice. But uh,
1: sometimes it calls for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Looking ahead, region play is going to start this week, and you guys start off with Monterey. What's the goal for this York Institute team?
6: Uh, this week we got to come out, have a really, really good week of practice because Monterey is going to be tough. We just got to stay focused and uh, worry about our jobs and have faith that our teammates are going to do their jobs. So,
1: what personal goals and team goals would you like to accomplish in your senior season?
6: I would like to have a uh, uh, a winning season, and I would love to go pretty deep in the playoffs this year. That would know, be great.
1: All right. We hope we hope and we would look forward to seeing that. Caden yes, Stover joining us. Thank we'll you. get Miles Lefew up to the microphone, junior quarterback. And uh, big game for you last night. Miles, uh, what did it feel getting that first victory of the season?
7: Well, it felt awesome uh, just knowing that we come out swinging that first drive, first play, we went 80 yards and uh, scored. And, I mean, our line did an amazing job last night, just setting the tone up front. I mean, I think we had – 200 and something yards rushing and compared to the week before we had a hundred and something so our line come out swinging and it just set the tone from the uh, first play
1: when you get an 80 yard touchdown on the first run of the football game how does that change the atmosphere for the fans everything going on in the stadium
7: oh it just sets a tone it puts you uh you know you get your momentum going and you just build off that momentum and keep building and then you know we had a play uh just i mean it's a bad play we and had to uh, overcome that play and we I feel like we did a good job overcoming and getting back and uh, kept going. Miles what
1: have been the biggest changes for you personally from last season to this season?
7: Uh mostly just like uh coach Rice really uh helped me learn how to read as far as like you're reading your linebackers and your cornerbacks and your safeties you know it's just a big part of uh the quarterback job is reading, and uh, I feel like we've done a lot better job of that this year than we had uh, last year.
1: What are some things that you are looking to improve on individually in your game?
7: Uh, well, mostly reading. It's, it's uh, a lot harder than what people think it is, and uh, it takes time and reps. Uh, repetition's the main thing. You just got to have reps every day and uh, you got to keep on getting better. And I mean, eventually it becomes easier, but right now it's, uh, it's just a repetition thing.
1: Has this offense been somewhat of a challenge for you to kind of get to know, learn, and uh, master, so to speak?
7: Uh, yeah, it, it's uh, a little different than what we did last year. I mean, uh, you know, uh, we, just gotta, we come out in the spring, we learn it. We're, uh, you know, just repetition. Like I said, repetition, you got to have repetition every day to get good at something. And I feel like we've done a pretty good job of that. And everybody's getting starting to click now, and uh, we just got to keep getting better every week.
1: Guys, we're wishing you the best of luck throughout the course of the season. Looking forward to some big things from York Institute football. Coach Derwin Wright, we'll come back to you, York Institute players, and Coach Wright joining us this morning on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. And, uh, Coach, you do get ready for region play this week. How prepared do you feel like the team is after the first two games of the season?
5: Well, I think we, you know, like I said, we made a big stride improvement from week one and week two, just like Miles was talking about in some of our reads and some of our blocking assignments and stuff. Uh, we know this is a solid Monterey team. Uh, you know, they've got two guys that, that, that are running their offense that are seniors that, you know, have done it and been, been playing for a while. So we know we got to work cut out for us. But, uh, you know, what we've got to do is the main thing that I tell them, you know, you, you've got 10, 10, games to get ready for five. And, uh, that's the way I look at it. And, you know, we just got to start, you know, start breaking down film and looking at it and find, find what our strengths is and what we think we can exploit. and. you know they're going to be doing the same thing so uh you know we got to control what we can control
1: coach hughes at monterey had said in an interview earlier that he looked at this region as some really good football entrenched schools if you will when you look at monterey york rockwoods in this district oneida all those teams from my perspective coach this looks like one of the tougher 2a regions in the state would you feel that way about it
5: i I think definitely uh you know uh, there's there's a lot of tradition in, in uh in those schools and uh football tradition and and you know so i I would agree with that because uh you know oneida for years uh you know monterey rockwood uh just it's just a uh football district
1: absolutely coach thank you guys for coming out to chick-fil-a this morning congrats on the big win last night and wishing you the very best moving forward
5: appreciate you having us on thank York,
1: you York Institute coach Derwin Wright joining us this morning along with Caden Stover and Miles Leftview members of the York Institute football team we'll talk some Warren County Pioneer football with coach Matt Turner when the high school playbook continues from Chick-fil-a on Interstate Drive in Cookville
0: Warriors and Cavaliers in action. Wildcats and Panthers on the prowl. We've got them covered. The Mountain Barn Builders High School Playbook.
4: As
1: jubilant as the White County Warriors were on Friday night with their 22-21 victory over Warren County in the closing seconds. It was a tough night for the Warren County Pioneers for the second week in a row, snatching defeat. From the jaws of victory, so to speak, Warren County head football coach Matt Turner joins us on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, how difficult has it been losing in such heartbreaking fashion two weeks in a row?
8: Uh, you know, I mean, there's not words to describe it, really. You know, it's uh, it's, it's uh, last week was uh, was gut wrenching and then and, and to see the same looks and, and, and the frustration on the kids' face last night in the locker room was just I mean you know, I don't know, can't uh, yeah it's just no way to explain it really.
1: When you lose that way two weeks in a row for for the players, do you think that's gonna serve as a motivator going into practice this week?
8: You know, I think so. You know it took uh this past week in practice, Monday, uh, you know, early in the week, they, the kids—you could tell that it still was—the the, the loss was, you know, still on their mind, pretty heavy, and 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 it took them a day, you know, maybe two, to kind of actually get get past that and understand that, the, the, you know, sun's going to come up, we're going to go back to work, and and uh, you know, it's just it was just unfortunate, that, you know, whatnot, but they they finished the week strong, you know. And, you know, and last night, the, uh, the response in the locker room after the bus ride home, you know, was they, they know that we're very, very close and, and we just got to put it together and finish. And, and, and so they're, the mood was good in the locker room as far as, you know, coach, we'll see you, we'll see you tomorrow and we'll see you Sunday. You know, we'll watch them and we're going to, you know, get this thing, uh, headed in the right direction.
1: Coach, despite the loss last night and last week, we've seen some positives on the offensive side of the ball last night. I know you had over 250 yards rushing. What are some of the things good you're seeing out of your offense so far this season?
8: Well, you know they're executing, and you know and they're setting things up. And you know, Jason Pleasant, young man, number 22, man, he is—he's uh, going to be an, uh, an awesome role player for us. You know, he's got a, a ton of speed. You know, um and, and and just that our offense is executing and last night we you know, uh we're trying to keep building our passing game up and and um, you know, we had some good opportunities uh to throw the ball a little bit last night and you know, but Javen Pleasant right now just off the top of my head really stands out. uh and Braylon Grayson right there in the at the tailback spot. Um uh, we wanted to try to move him to wing a little bit last night, uh but you know, overall they're just um, they're executing the offense and, and it's working. Uh and the kids it's seeing them, you know, uh, have fun with it because, you know, that little wing T, you know, uh it's, it could be anybody's night, uh, you know, so You
1: mentioned Jason Pleasant and he had I believe hundred and sixty two yards, three touchdowns last night. You talk about what he has and what makes him special. What is it that makes him special and what do you see his full potential being?
8: I, you know, it's full potential could the sky's the limit. You know, young man, he's, uh, he's not a very big character. You know, he's pretty small. Uh, so he's hard to get a beat on, uh, you know, from a defensive standpoint, but he's playing that wing position and, and, uh, you know, of course we kind of, you know, we got the Grayson at the fullback and, and he hammers, hammers, and then all of a sudden we'll run that counter play when you're not looking. And, and he has just got such an explosiveness about himself. Uh, that when he sees a small seam, he can, he can just bolt through that thing. And, uh, and last year he, he showed some great signs of that, but didn't really have the, the breakaway speed. And last night and even last week, we saw some opportunities where he got out in open space and he was able to just outrun people. Uh, so, uh, you know, and he's just a very good little, athlete uh so like to get him involved more in kind of the some um, passing situations you know uh, out in the open field and just find ways kind of like sparta does you know to, to get the ball in his hands uh especially out in open space
1: warren county head football coach matt turner our guest on the high school playbook built by mountain barn builders Coach, you don't get into region play quite just yet as you've got one of the smaller regions in the state. But as you work toward region play, what are some of the issues that you still feel like this team needs to work out before getting into region play?
8: Well, you know, I feel like uh, um, we've got to be able to keep our composure when uh, I thought the guys are – they've done a good job of of keeping the composure – when things maybe go bad, but, uh, it seems like, uh, the last two weekends, you know, our defense has, has stepped up and played big and, and, and either, you know, got a takeaway or, or recovered the ball back for us and, and, um, and our offenses went out and, um, like last night where well, there was two series in, late in the game where we, we go out and, and we just, uh, can keep our composure, I feel like, a little bit. Because we're so excited, you know, I mean, um and uh have a hard time executing and then we end up turning uh right around and giving the ball back uh uh to the opposing team, you know. So um just learning how to win. Uh of course I mean it's no secret. This program's been down for so long, you know, and, and winning's a habit and so is losing. So a lot of these kids we're still trying to you know, build that bridge on how to win and, you know, and how to finish a ball game, uh, you know, and and, uh, so hopefully that makes sense.
1: Coach Turner, I know you and your staff do a fantastic job. I know you'll get things turned around, a couple of heartbreaking losses, but a lot of talent on that Warren County team. Good luck against Ridgeway coming up this week and throughout the rest of the season.
8: All right, I appreciate it. Thank you.
1: The Stone Memorial Panthers get a 35-6 win over East Ridge last night. We'll talk to Panthers head coach Derek Samber when we come back to the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders.
0: No one covers your favorite high school teams like we do. This is the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Four
1: teams in Region 4-4A four, four have started the season 2-0 and oh, thus far. The Upperman Bees, the DeKalb County Tigers, the Macon County Tigers, and the Stone Memorial Panthers who get it done last night, 35 to six over East Ridge. Coach Derek Samber joins us via telephone on the High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, what stood out in your team's performance Friday night?
4: We appreciate it, Tom. Uh, in terms of what stood out, I think our offense executed the game plan really well and. Uh, terms of what we want to accomplish and, and hit some shot plays that we have designed. And then defensively, Tom, our, our defense has really been lights out. I think they went a good portion of the game without giving, giving up a first down. And uh, I think second week in a row, our starters haven't given up a point. So it's a good feeling when your defense has your back in that regard.
1: Coach, what makes that defense special this year? That says a lot, not, being, not giving up a point the first unit two weeks in a row against a pretty good opposition.
4: Our defense coordinator, Coach Qualls, does a great job. Uh, you know, we've got several kids back from last year. I think we're really good up the middle of our defense. With Brady Lane at Mike linebackers, a, a difference maker, uh, and Caleb Flowers, our, our free safety there in the middle. Uh, those two kids are really our leaders. I think when you're good up the middle, it's always big, and really like the way our kids pursue and run to the football. Uh, good things happen when you've got uh, as many kids as possible around the football at the end to play.
1: What kind of attitude or swaggers, they like to say, do they bring to the football field on Friday night?
4: Yeah, they take a lot of pride in that. They've got some goofy little things they break it down on and that sort of thing. But um, I think as much as anything, this bunch really takes pride in uh, uh, their execution, their film study. They're always asking really detailed questions. So maybe that's not what swagger looks like, but it's what our kids take pride in.
1: Coach, two weeks in a row you've got 30 or more points on the scoreboard Talk about your offense a little bit. What makes the offensive unit really go for you this year?
4: You know, Hunter Headland's our senior quarterback. He's back as a second-year starter, uh, and he's really made a leap uh, this off season. And um, you know, the, the flip side of that is at times he really gets to play point guard because we've got several athletes on the perimeter uh, that that are getting touches right now, doing good things with them. Uh, Barry Eldridge is one of our receivers. Has had two big games in a row. He's gotten in end zone both weeks. Uh Preston Mayberry is a kid that's come out from our basketball team and it just uh smart heady football plays just as the athlete he is. He had a couple big catches last night. Nick Osmond, the same way. He's a he's a two way kid, as a baseball player, and then uh Caleb Flowers uh, is back. He was a big play kid for us last year and has continued to do the same. So, you know, Hunter is doing a really good job at the the detailed pieces of playing the quarterback position, uh and then he's got some pretty good guys on the other end of his passes.
1: When you mentioned Hunter and his development from last year until this year, what are some of the things that he worked on during the offseason to really nurture that improvement from year to year?
4: Well, you know, mechanically it's something I take a lot of pride in. He's doing a really great job in those facets. But, Tom, what I'm really more impressed by and happy to see is the young man he's become and the leader he's become, and he's found his voice – as a quarterback, but also as a young man, I think the developments I'm most proud of are from the neck up. Um, just the maturity, the leadership, uh, and serving his teammates. Uh, we've seen a different kid in that regard, and that's what I'm really proud of.
1: Derek Sambers, a head football coach of the Stone Memorial Panthers, he's our guest this morning on the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, as you get ready to go into region play, a tough, competitive region. What are some things about your team that you still would like to iron out before you get into region play?
4: We've had some penalties here and there, Tom, Um, you know, mostly holdings and some stuff like that. Just want to clean that up so our offense can stay in rhythm. Uh, You know, defensively, uh, we've seen a couple very unique offenses, uh, so we've got to get back in the rhythm of, of what we'll see down the stretch. You know, we've seen a double wing team and a single wing team the first two weeks, so Uh, those are things that aren't a big part of football in in this day and age Uh, so we know we'll see some different offenses down the stretch so that's kind of what we're getting to is that different personnel grouping on defense and then just kind of sharpening our sword in terms of execution on offense
1: when you talk about penalties holding penalties and the like as a coach how difficult as a coaching staff is it to to get that out of the team and to reverse that to not have them commit so many penalties
4: Well, it's a fine line, Tom. You know, we want to hold them accountable and be uh, disciplined in what we do. Uh, And and then some of those uh, holding penalties are are a technique thing. It's not a lack of discipline or a lack of effort. It's a technique deal. So our kids are doing a really good job with that, and they're responding well. Um, I think they've really developed good relationships with officials and how respectful they are and how they approach the game in that regard. It's part of the game, Tom. I don't think you want to overreact, uh, but it's certainly something you make sure your kids are mindful of.
1: Livingston Academy on Friday night to open region play for you. What do you see from this region, top to bottom this year, Coach?
4: You know, I've, I've really not seen the region much, Tom. I've just kind of school board watched. And, uh, there, there's a lot of good football teams in this region. It's really highly competitive. Um, the, the last uh, last season in particular, Upperman making the cab were out right there at the top. Uh, and I think they're all three undefeated right now. So we know it's going to be really competitive. Uh, we know Livingston's going to bring a, a really good football team to Stone, um, and, and we're going to have to get off on the right foot in region play.
1: I think it's going to be a competitive race this year. You mentioned Upperman, Macon, DeKalb, all undefeated. Stone Memorial's undefeated. Livingston's going to come in hungry, as you know, next Friday night. Coach, it should be a fun season, certainly in Region 4-4-A. Coach Derek Samber joining us from the Stone Memorial Panthers this morning. Coach, congratulations on the win last night, and uh, good luck throughout the season.
4: Hey, Tom, I really appreciate it. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk about our kids and and for all you do for high school sports.
1: Let's quickly recap scores from Friday Night Action. Cookville gets their first win of the season over Livingston Academy, 27-7. Mace Thompson in the game, 11-19, 208 yards and a touchdown. DeKalb County on a 31-yard field goal by Juan Ortega as time expired. Beats Smith County, 17-14. White County over Warren County, 22-21. Trip Pinion scores on a two point conversion with 26 and a half seconds remaining. York Institute downs Jackson County 35 2. Miles Lepew with 102 yards rushing. A couple of touchdowns, two TDs passing last night. Stone Memorial goes to 2 0 in the season, 35 6 over East Ridge. Clay County also 2 0, and, and they've not allowed a point through two games of the season, 53 0 over Clinton County, Kentucky. Monterey gets two touchdowns from Michael Alrin. As they down Cumberland County 30 to nothing, Upperman gets 100 yard plus performances from Terrence Dedman and Jackson Rollins in a 49 to 8 win over Trousdale County. This upcoming week, it'll be DeKalb County hosting Macon County on Thursday. Friday night, we'll see Cumberland County travel to Upperman, Monterey at York Institute, Sail Creek at Jackson County, Livingston Academy at Stone Memorial, White County goes to Station Camp, Warren County at Ridgeway, several region games as region play gets underway throughout the state of Tennessee this upcoming week. Big thanks to all of our guests today. Coach Taylor Hannigan of the Cookville Cavaliers, Coach Derwin Wright and members of the York Institute football team, Coach Steve Trapp of the DeKalb County Tigers, Coach Mark Frazier of the White County Warriors, Coach Matt Turner of the Warren County Pioneers, and Coach Derek Samber of the Stone Memorial Panthers. Big thanks to our studio producers, Will Hearn and Jake Wallman. Our on-site producer is Elizabeth Foreman. Big thanks to Mountain Barn Builders and our host, Chick-fil-A, on Interstate Drive in Cookville. For the High School Playbook this week, I'm Tom
0: Duggan. The High School Playbook. Built by Mountain Barn Builders. Constructing storage buildings of all sizes for your backyard. The perfect shed. Added storage from Mountain Barn Builders. Online at mountainbarnbuilders.com. Or see your building up close. Highway 127. Get the scaven Report on all the week's prep action. Online now. ucsportsnation.com.